0: Blast from Our Past Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We're the podcast that gives you full on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and a whole lot more all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm Adam. I'm John. And I'm Jody Sellers. Jody
2: Sellers of the Sellers Law Firm, everybody. What? This has got to be like your, your most famous guest so far, right? <laughs> Sure.
1: (laughs) Well, your name has been said more than any other guest that we've had, I would say. There we
2: go. I've paid the most money, right?
1: (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, you've definitely sponsored more episodes of the uh, podcast than anyone else. And so um, now you've sponsored this episode. This is an episode that is... I don't know. I think two years in the making. Yes, (laughs) at at least, I think. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you've been a a fan of the podcast and you're a friend of the podcast since the beginning. Um, We're buddies. I I went to college. You were a a roommate with me. We were roommates for at least a year, if not two. Right. And we played rugby together at UGA. Uh, Good friends. I stood at your wedding, you would have stood at mine, but I didn't really do a wedding, I kind of eloped anyway, so... That's
2: right, he picked one good friend and didn't tell anyone else it was happening, he <laughs> it. so didn't actually, make the cut.
1: Yeah, as a friend of ours who's actually going to be coming over today, I guess he won. But that's right, he did.
2: <laughs> Whoops! He well. had a job, though, too, while he was there, so he needed yeah, to come. he
1: married us. Exactly. Because, because, because my wife knew him as well, that's right. the thing. You know, you know, if you would have been in the same major as, <laughs> exactly. as my wife, then, you know, you could have married us instead of, right. marrying us. That's so. hey, It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, we did an episode that, that you wanted us to do. I, I can't remember what it was so long ago. And then you were like, hey, hey, do, 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 do Double Dragon. Do Double Dragon. Like, you made like a little fucking kid, like, poking me in the side. <laughs> do Double Dragon, Adam. And I'm like, we'll get to it, maybe. And you're like, fucking do Double Dragon. <laughs> Eventually, so we were like, all right. You have to pay us money to do Double Dragon because I'm actively not going to do this unless you pay. And then you're like, well, fuck, I'm paying and I'm coming "That's right." Absolutely.
2: True story. I've brought you such gems as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes. Um, Alf. Alf, yes. And now Double Dragon. Yeah. Lord. And Three
1: Ninjas was another oh, one yes, that you, you uh, sponsored as well. And, yeah, and... Uh, yeah. Alf holds up.
2: Just put that in the podcast. <laughs> you, Alf holds up. That's so, to you, too, John.
1: <laughs> you were so bitter when, when, you, when you listened to that episode. I was, I was. <laughs> you immediately messaged me, like, are you kidding me?
2: I Alf still watch off. Alf. I I'm still watching it now. I
0: didn't think we shed on it that much. No, no we we didn't. Said it didn't. It was good. It was just a little dated.
2: That's right. Absolutely. Da- yes. yeah. It's still funny, though. I still enjoy it. But uh, <laughs> okay. I do want to uh, go ahead and apologize to you both. As we get into Double Dragon, that's my—that's <laughs> oh, my—that's
1: that's your little spoiler. Yes. So yes, as Jody just mentioned, yeah, we are doing all things Double Dragon. We're doing Triple Dragon, Triple that's right. Double. It's actually a Triple Double Dragon today, where we are doing the Double Dragon the movie, Double Dragon the TV show, and then we are doing a casting of a brand new Double Dragon using actors of today. All right, this movie, 1994, is when it came out. John, could you send us back, nostalgia us into the world of 1994, if you don't mind?
0: Yeah, so not that long ago, we actually talked about a movie that came out around this same time, uh, and that was Clerks. Mm -hmm. In fact, Clerks only came out about two or three weeks before this one. So some of these things that we're going to talk about are the same as they were then. On the Billboard Top 100, still charting for what was a a pretty long time was I'll Make Love to You by Voice to Men. Yeah, that's still a good song. Uh, topping the Nielsen ratings that week was a little different. Uh, must have been a special episode because it was Home Improvement. Oh, okay. Not, I
1: think it's probably like ER before or
0: probably, something like yeah. that. Probably, yeah. Maybe they yeah. were on an off week or uh, their season had ended. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Uh, Insomnia by Stephen King was still topping the uh, New York Times bestsellers. I
1: still haven't read it. Still Never don't read know it. it.
0: Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will say a little bit different. um, around this time i think it was a little bit later than this uh was the release of a game by namco onto arcade called tekken oh
1: yes fighting that's a great fighting game
2: absolutely
1: yeah i think they even tried to make like a tekken movie at some point they did probably. absolutely and i heard it was really bad i yeah. never saw <laughs> fairly <it. laughs> recently Mace, yeah, um, I th- yeah yeah, yeah. 2010s so,
2: yeah in there you know oh there you go cool
1: Tekken's a fun one.
2: I loved Tekken so much more than Street Fighter.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I and when I had because I got an Xbox, I think it was an Xbox exclusive was Dead or Alive. Uh, they they were known for their boob physics. Uh, I think is what <laughs> it was. As as and as a young boy, I was um, enthralled, if you will, by by just just the you know the capabilities of a, of a graphics card like that. Really is all it was <laughs> when you think about it. Uh, move on John anything else <laughs> anything else in 94 besides uh, Adam being weird Sure the last thing I'll say
0: is about 1 month after this movie was was released was the release of an album that was big in my life and was huge uh, in the 90s and that was Nirvana's MTV Unplugged album
1: Uh yeah yeah that's a fantastic album Absolutely Yeah especially they did they did like a, a couple David Bowie songs on that album that mm-hmm. a lot of people I don't think even know were David Bowie songs that that now are just synonymous with Nirvana and like that live acoustic sound, which is really good.
0: I recently found a documentary on YouTube about the MTV Unplugged performance for Nirvana, and I, I won't go too much into it, but it's really fascinating how basically it almost didn't happen because Kurt did not want to really do it, uh, so he was, he was he was he was making it kind of as difficult as possible. And then it turned out to be like one of, probably one of their
1: best selling albums. Yeah. Very cool. Well, he was grunge, John. He he couldn't do the establishment. (laughs) He couldn't be the man and do an acoustic. Acoustics for pussies. You know, I'm I'm a grunge
0: man. Well, the thing about that album is out of all of their number one hits, they only played one of them on that show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do um, Smells Like Teen Spirit, did they? No,
0: but I don't think, I really don't think that one would have translated to acoustic as well as people think it would have.
2: I think that would have been awful. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, that was 1994. All right. Well, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Jody Sellers of the Sellers Law Firm, and I'm going to have him tell us a little bit
2: about his law firm for everybody just because I have got him here. He's amazing. Um, That's right. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, the Sellers Law Firm, we focus on family law and criminal defense. We also handle personal injury cases, social security, disability, huh. just about everything you may have a need for. Oh, we can mm-hmm. help you. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Sorry. across the state of Georgia. <laughs> across the state of Georgia. Uh, not across the country, unfortunately, but maybe one day. We're expanding. Yeah. We'll see what happens. You could do it illegally if you wanted to. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to lose my
1: bar license, yeah, so of course. Yeah.
2: That's sure. always an option. I mean, just
1: get paid under the table. That's totally cool, right? You <laughs> no, know how to get your no, so, it's not. This is legal yourself. advice.
2: Oh. That is not okay. <laughs> well,
1: no, you know what? Take, take take your legal advice from me instead of Jody Sellers of the Sellers Law Firm. Right. I I have a podcast. He I does. know what I'm talking about.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> He's got an audience. I do not. So that's the difference. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah. If you need any help, honestly, check us out. Uh, TheSellersLawFirm.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any type of social media. We're out there and. We have launched a podcast. Has yes. nothing to do with the law, but check it out. It's at Tall Tales Pod. It's a comedy podcast, and um, just kind of BSing with a friend of mine about wrestling and comedy and anything in between. Sweet, Fun who, stuff.
1: who doesn't want a lawyer who can also BS about wrestling and yeah. podcasting <laughs> and stuff like that? That's the kind of seller. The, the law. That's the kind of lawyer that you need. Is the Jody Sellers of the Sellers Law Firm. Woo! 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 A little Ric Flair, woo! At the end, all right. Okay, let's uh, begrudgingly <laughs> get started on this episode.
2: Can we vamp some more? Do we yeah. have to get into it? <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, Devil Dragon from 1994, directed by James Yukich. This was his very first feature. Is that a surprise? Not uh, yeah. at
2: all. I can tell.
1: <laughs> he's uh, he's much better known as a music video director. He's directed almost every music video that Phil Collins and Genesis as well did, it, inclu- including uh, Land of Confusion, which nice. is the one that I know the best. Um, he also... Did the music video for Bruce Willis' uh, Respect Yourself, which was his, uh, which actually I think went to like number one or something. It was Ooh. ridiculous. Yeah. Not, not a good song. Uh, he did do Liberian Girl, which is probably my least favorite Michael Jackson music video. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, literally it's Michael Jackson walking, or he's not really even around the entire time. It's, it's just a whole bunch of like uh, celebrity people being oh. like, where's Michael? Where's Michael? And, like they're just talking the entire time and Liberian Girl kind of plays kind of in the background and then he Ooh. pops in at the end pretending that he's the director and then he's all like ah, I'm Michael and it's just it wasn't good <laughs> it was, and these are
2: some of the best things this guy has
1: done yeah <laughs> this, this is the best stuff that he's okay, done these
2: are his
1: hits yeah, he had Land of Confusion though that's a good oh, one okay yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give him that one alright the story uh, the writing Really? There wasn't much writing in this this episode, in this movie. But uh, one of the writers was Paul Dini, uh, who is a writer on Flash Gordon, Ewoks, He-Man, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, Batman the Animated Series. He was the creator of Harley Quinn. Uh, He's written for Superman, uh, the animated series. He created Batman Beyond. And uh, he also wrote the stories for the Batman games uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, which are both fantastic video games. Wow. So that is su- shocking. surprisingly, the writer is really good.
2: Yeah, those are some amazing credits, mm-hmm. amazing stories, video games. What the hell happened? Yeah. Maybe he was busy
0: that, doing that other stuff while he was writing this. <laughs> yeah, it could
1: have been. That's or it could man. have been his writing partner in this one, Neil Shust- uh, Shusterman, um, who wrote... Uh, for the Nickelodeon show I think it was Nickelodeon, uh, Goosebumps yeah. And then one that I actually like That John loathes Animorphs
2: I'm with Adam on this one, John Animorphs, baby <laughs> Love the awesome. books, love yes. the show
1: Yep. I mean, I went back After after we did that episode I went back and I watched the rest of the series And I was not disappointed, John It was <laughs> worth my time, damn it <laughs> So.
0: Well, I don't know if that, if that says more about the show Or about your time
1: Yeah <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the screenplay, in part, was written by Peter Gould. Who Peter Gould uh, was a writer on Breaking Bad. He's also a co-creator for Better Call Saul. Like the story, and yeah, the story and the screenplay are by some legit people.
2: This makes no sense. This is like <laughs> mind blowing as you're telling me this. Yep.
1: Uh, and then the music, if you can call it music, in this in this movie was done by Jay Ferguson. He uh, in 1978 he had a number nine top. Uh, 100 hit called Thunder Island. And then he also wrote uh, for, or he also did music for NCIS LA. and he also, he wrote the theme music for The Office, which is really cool. This There's is a,
2: crazy. Such
1: a catchy song.
2: There's some amazing names <laughs> tied to this project, and yeah. it just, Wow. Too many cooks in the kitchen,
1: maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Um, could have been pulling source material from a video game, because obviously, <laughs> you know, this was the time when video game movies were not taken seriously. This is right around, I think it was the the, uh, the year prior was when the Super Mario Brothers movie w- with John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins came out. Um, but this is obviously based on an arcade game, an NES game. It's really a, a beat-em-up where these two brothers would basically just go walk around and kick butt, uh, which I played a little bit when sure. I was younger. Um, but it's not a, not a bunch. I don't think this wasn't in our repertoire of our NES games or whatnot. So something you have to tell me, Jody, why the love for Dr- Double Dragon? Like, why did you want to push this on us? Was it because of the movie? Was it because of the show? Was it because of the the arcade
2: game that you love so much? Like, where the hell did this passion come from?
1: Was it because you it's- hate
2: us? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say that's not part of it. but <laughs> No, I love you guys. That's not it. it. It's honestly, it stemmed from the video games. That's where it initially came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had an arcade in LaGrange where we're actually recording mm-hmm. right now, Adam and I, uh, called Power Play. Mm-hmm. And Double Dragon is one of the first arcade games I can remember as a kid playing. And I loved it. And it's just what you said. It's a beat-em-up. Mm-hmm. There is no story. It's it's two twin brothers or two Brothers, depending on which version you're looking at, and they're beating up a, ch- a bunch of people trying to get to a girl named Marion. Like that's mm-hmm. it. That's all it is. But I love the arcade game. Then it comes out on Super Nintendo. There's so many different versions. There's Double Dragon, Double Dragon Two, yep. Double Dragon, Battle Toads, Double Dragon. There's so many different versions, and the video game is really where I got the passion. Then I love the cartoon as a kid, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a little bit too. And so I thought the movie was going to be incredible. <laughs> And uh, yeah, no, well, there. <laughs> let's let's find
1: out. Yeah, <laughs> no spoiler alerts here. Uh, all right, but first, let's also want to bring up the cast. Uh, Jimmy Lee was played by Mark Dacascus great actor. John, and I- he is—he's yes. one of our favorites from um, a little-known movie, which I think you know we will get to eventually. Called "Only the Strong," uh, he was also in John Wick Three as the villain in that one. And uh, most people, funny enough, know him as the chairman in the Iron Chef. Uh, Iron Chef show. America Absolutely Iron yes. Chef America, yes um, Billy Lee is played by Scott Wolf Who was in Party of Five uh, mm. We should all remember that He was he was also credited as being in eight episodes of Saved by the Bell He was apparently a waiter at the Max And I what? never noticed that huh. I
2: had no idea
1: And he was also credited as a thug in the 1990 t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles And Ooh. I had no idea on that ah. So that's he was a great background actor. Maybe he should have stayed as a background (laughs) actor. Oh wow! Sorry, Scott Wolf.
2: (laughs) Yeah, this was not your time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, Uh, Kogashuko is played by Robert Patrick. Uh, Recently, he's been in the Scorpion Show, or yeah, I think it's called Scorpion. There's a lot of like nerds do some. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'd never watched it. Uh, He was also in the Faculty, the Unit, Uh, but. He is most famously, he was the T-1000 in Terminator 2, which I realized well, he's so good in that one because he just stands around being menacing and he talks so little. Exactly. And that's really helpful because he talked right. a lot in this movie, unfortunately. <laughs> yes,
2: way too much. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. His um, Lin- mm-hmm. his brother was
0: the lead singer of the band Filter.
2: Oh, shit. Wow. Hey, man, yeah. nice shot. Yeah. I
1: like that. Yeah, they, I've got two of their albums yeah, who actually oh, small world. got his start uh,
0: as the guitarist for Nine Inch Nails, and then broke off and formed Filter. Wow! Oh, all right,
1: well, there are some great creds. Yeah, talented family. Uh, Linda Lash, who is our little whip lady, uh, she is played by Christina Wagner, who has been Felicia on General Hospital since 1983. So she, wow. I mean, she's, but she's been, and she, I think, is continuously still playing that character. Hmm. So that's impressive. Uh, Satori Imada is played by Julia Nichols or Nixon, who John and I we talked about uh, in our previous another martial arts movie, Sidekicks. She was uh, Noreen in that one. Oh. Um, Beau Bridges' love interest. Yeah. And Marion Delario is played by Alyssa Milano. Um, I said, I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> I loved Alyssa Milano
2: like, in the 90s. I, in the, I yes.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was in Who's the Boss? Yes. Uh, Commando. She was yeah. Arnold's kid in Commando. And she was in Charmed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she was exactly, she was the, she was a dream girl of a lot of young boys in the uh, in the 90s and, and whatnot.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. Absolutely. She was hot. <laughs> I'm not going to deny she was hot. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, all right. I'm gonna get started in the movie. <laughs> Let's do this breakdown because <laughs> we have to do it because that's our format. Let's power through this. <laughs> yes. All right, and I, yeah. Uh, uh, we hear a narrator telling us just a bit about the backstory of this double dragon um, and the medallion, et cetera, et cetera, and then we get a title card that says uh, "Somewhere in China." Like, why did it have to be somewhere? Couldn't <laughs> you just told us <laughs> like, where? The village, the yes, town,
2: some something. <laughs> just, yeah,
1: make it up, or right. just say China. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you didn't need the whole somewhere eh, some these these people don't matter um, but they they obviously don't matter cuz they're getting beat the crap out of uh by Al Leong who is awesome we yes. love him him and um some other guy unfortunately I didn't recognize the other dude but Al, Le- Al Leong has been in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh Die Hard uh he's been oh God, uh, Big uh, Trouble in Little China Big trouble yes big trouble in Little China he's just he's a great Henchman. That's just kind of what he does. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking for this medallion. One of the one of the bad guys follows a monk into the cave, into a cave, and sees it and gets it. And it's uh, that's where we meet Linda Lash. She takes off her mask and is like, "Oh wow, I'm a hot chick." Uh, just a <laughs> just a kind of surprise. Hey, hot chicks know ninjutsu too.
2: Absolutely. Don't stereotype. <laughs> Don't assume. I Don't make not. judgments.
1: Yep, no Not going to. Uh, and then we cut over to New Angeles in 2007. Uh, so apparently there was this big quake, and says after the big quake. So apparently there was this huge earthquake. I think they kind of said in the year 2000 is when that happened, uh, and then they renamed it to New Angeles. And we meet Koga Shuko. Yeah, like I said Robert Patrick. Apparently um you know he's all pissed that he only has half of the medallion and he knows about it and we see some really bad graphics as he kind of like holds it and something's happening with him yeah the graphics do not hold up not at all and they they use them a lot yes it
2: was atrocious (laughs) it was so hard to watch
0: i wanted to mention something that bothered me about that first scene i forgot about it until you until Mm -hmm. it just came to my memory so the first scene when they're in china so some
1: somewhere in china
0: somewhere in china excuse me <laughs> they're speaking to each other you hear chinese and you see a subtitle but clearly what they are mouthing and what you are hearing are not the same so instead of doing the dub thing where you see they're speaking chinese but they're overdubbing in english there it looks like they're speaking in english and then they overdubbed <laughs> Overdu- it in chinese and then they put the english subtitles <laughs> yeah. in the
1: bottom they, maybe they wanted to make them seem a little more authentic or something. <laughs> hey, this is, this is not uh, a back studio or, you know, right, the, right. the back lot in uh, Universal Studios or whatnot. This is, this is actually somewhere in China. Oh, wow. That's funny. I, I feel like I noticed that as well. <laughs> All right. We cut to the other half of the medallion, and uh, we see it's being worn by uh, Satori. Uh, we meet Billy and Jimmy in a tag team fighting tournament. And they get disqualified because Billy's a bit of a hothead is something that we see. And uh, yeah, Jimmy's he's kind of a like, douche. He is a douche. Yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs> I was mad though from right from the start. When you first see Jimmy and Billy Lee, and I just wrote in my notes, they're supposed to be twins. Like right off uh, the yeah. bat. That drove me crazy. Like if you're trying to be true to the video game, like that was one of the kind of the stalwart things about it. It mm. was Jimmy and Billy Lee, they're twins, and one has blonde hair, one has brown yeah, hair. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, I mean, yeah, they could be paternal twins. They're, they're not... Fraternal? Fraternal, what did I say? Paternal, <laughs> paternal twins. <laughs> Dad twins?
2: That's right. they dads know, never Whatever, that fraternal twins. That was bothered me, though. It just drove me crazy. Uh, anyway, I digress.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> the, if that's the thing problems. that bothers you in this movie, Jody, you've got a lot more <laughs> to come, right, man. the first thing that bothered yeah. me in the movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, they shouldn't have cast... Uh, Mark Dacascus makes sense. Yes, he knows martial arts. And Absolutely. Honestly, any time he's doing it, he looks good. His kicks look good. Yes. And then you see Scott Wolf doing stuff not as good, and then you see Alyssa Milano doing some stuff, and it's even worse. No. Her <laughs> yeah. fight scenes get really bad. <laughs> so, um, we get some. We get a random commercial here that I thought was kind of funny. Call it, it was a uh, Jack City uh, commercial. Yes,
2: it's Sunday. You're watching the Raiders-Gladiators game on TV, and suddenly the house collapses. How embarrassing, but it's not your fault. It's everybody's fault. That's why you got to go to Jack City. Where you can choose from hundreds of decorator colors. So remember, if you didn't buy from us, you don't know Jack
1: City. It almost reminded me of kind of like you know with RoboCop or other movies or yes. um, other Verhoeven movies where you kind of just get these commercials right cut in. It was kind of like that to kind of help just give us the sense of the world. Absolutely. Um, but it's also funny. The newscast was done by George Hamilton and Vanna White. Yes. And Andy Dick is the weatherman, which I was like, <laughs> that was weird.
2: Watching it back, to me, those are some of the best parts still. Just it, it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> it just made me laugh.
1: Yeah, they, those I I would agree because they were just kind of random out there silliness. Uh, they weren't trying to be serious, exactly, <laughs> like some yeah, of the rest of the movie. Uh, all right, so apparently they're out after curfew, and they end up getting kind of trapped by this gang, this Mohawk gang. John, did you recognize one of the Mohawk guys?
0: I feel like I should have, but I didn't.
1: You should have, because I know it's a show that you watched. Uh, the actor's name is John Asher, and he was, I think, Gary, Gary or Wyatt, in the um, the syndication show Weird Science,
2: he was with uh, okay. Vanessa
1: Angel. Yeah, he was. He was one of those nerds, which is, I saw him immediately. I was like, "Oh, fucking weird science!" Which is on our to-do list. we're gonna eventually. I think we're gonna do like an all weird science episode. So excited for that. Um, but uh, they get out of there, and there's this whole kind of driving chase scene. And my next note was bored. Way oh. too long. <laughs> and that chase scene was really bad. Really slow.
2: And, and no action. That was the yeah. other thing. It, it's a car chase, but there's no chasing. It's yeah. barely moving. They're not doing anything. <laughs> well, yeah. They're both driving in straight lines. Like, it was the worst. <laughs> it was so... And there's a flamethrower on the... Like, a rocket launcher yeah, on the yeah. back of this thing. Yeah, it was it so was,
1: bad. It was really kind of cheesy. That somewhat um, futuristic mentality that, oh, you can just throw stuff into... Right. It's like they, they ripped it off of... Uh, uh, Back to the Future Two, sure. Where, yeah. You know you're, you're, mm-hmm. they're throwing trash. It's throwing paper into this <laughs> fucking hole, and that's going to propel a car. Are you right. shitting me? Paper burns so quick; it is not <laughs> going to give you the energy needed to burn a car. I don't think they know how internal combustion works. That's My it. favorite
0: part was when uh, Billy was like, "I'm going to try to lose them," and then
1: he turns right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that, that was his big move. Yep. Uh, the ends up ends up getting kind of trapped into this alley and they're about to have a fight when in comes alyssa Milano Marion uh, and her gang called the power core and that kind of scares away the uh, the uh, whatever it's called we do get a very gratuitous uh, shot of her butt yes uh, that's which is <laughs> <laughs> not the only many. one <laughs> not the exactly we have more to come on that <clears> oh <throat> that was a bad joke come on I thought that was funny. Uh, I'll give you that one. That thank was you. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. We see that Billy kind of has a thing for Marion because, you know, two white people around the same age, they're they're going to hook up in a movie.
2: Yeah, that's the rule apparently in the 90s. Yeah. That's <laughs> what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, then we cut back to their place, which they apparently live in a badass theater. Yes. Um, and Satori tells them about the, the whole dragon, and the double dragon and the medallion, stuff like that. Um, the Mohawk guy, Bobo, is his name. Um, who is actually a villain uh, in this? The, the um, I think the cartoon and the right. uh, the actual game. So Absolutely. they pulled him from that. Uh, he goes to Shuka, Shuko, Suka. What is, what is Shuko. it? Shuko. Shuko. Yeah. Whatever. Koga Shuko. The T one thousand. He goes to the T one thousand. The
2: white guy. The white guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> the white guy <laughs> in charge right. of you know the, some, the, some Asian thugs. Exactly. Of everybody. Just, he's the rich white guy. But uh, Shuko tells him about that the brother that the Lee brothers and Satori have. The other half. Uh, we then cut to Marion at her place, which I thought was kind of like interesting. So you know, she's not a main character, or she would see her kind of becoming a main character anyway. Uh, at her place, her father is the police chief. Just something that we'll see that really doesn't matter, but it's something. It's they're trying to trying to get us into this world, or you know, yeah, they're, they're, trying they're building to, it up. Yeah, they're trying to build something. Yeah. They want you we to have care have for police. these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have police. Uh, Shuko shows up at the, uh, Satori and Lee's theater and, uh, he wants the other half. They end up having a fight and kind of a, a, these run around chase scenes with Al Leong and the other guy. Um, and we see that, uh, Shuko uses the medallion and becomes like this shadow thing. And he's kind of like falling, following them and stuff like that. So he's got some powers. We know that one of the one half of the dragon medallion controls the soul and the other controls body yeah power of the
2: soul power of the body yep
1: um billy and jimmy beat the other guys uh and they have to now fight this roided up mohawk dude who looks
2: awful oh
1: dude they they, so like shuko you know i guess took him and kind of did some experiments on him or whatnot but he's in like this, this just this rubber suit with, with like the design of that. I know is supposed to be like somewhat comical, but right. it looks it looks atrocious. John, do you remember the movie uh, Little Monsters, or did you see yeah. the movie Little Monsters? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the the main villain in that movie. It looks exactly the same, except right. for that guy was like blue skin. Um, it's just so it is awful. I couldn't, I could not stand to look at the dude.
2: Yeah, I think they would have done a better job if it was more in the the vein of like Bane yeah. from uh, Batman uh, and Robin or mm-hmm. Batman Forever. I forget which one, which one he was in. Which oh, one was oh that? yeah, yeah, like he Poison was, Ivy. Yeah, he
1: was in um, uh, Batman. For, no, was it? Oh my God! Which one was it, John? I can't remember. That's oh, was, that was with Arnold. It was Batman and Robin.
2: Oh, okay, oh Arnold, that's right. Well, yeah. well, that,
1: that's, I had to get to. I remember scenes with Poison Ivy of Uma Thurman with Arnold. Arnold was in Batman. <laughs> and Robin. That's I. When in doubt, get to Arnold, and and you'll you can find yourself out of any hole. That's that's free advice from um, lawyer. I'm a real lawyer. I promise you, I've totally passed the bar. I'm not lying at all,
2: right, Joey? This is not legal advice. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> But yeah, if they had gone with something more along those lines, just a yeah. jacked up guy. But yeah, I'm with you. It was, it was gross. It was veiny. It was just yeah. weird.
1: <laughs> it also looked a little wet, too. Yes, it did. <laughs> like, Sticky or something. Yeah, don't touch him. Yep. Um, we see that Satori is acting kind of weird, and we find out it's not her... Uh, Shuko is controlling her, that's what he can do, and he kind of like gets into his shadow mode or whatnot, and so he shadows out of her, and uh, he lights, you know, he has his people light the place on, on fire, he's burning down the uh, the whole theater, and you see Linda Lash has some very, ta- anytime she's talking, I'm like, why? Why are you talking? <laughs> Just stand there, look cool. You I mean, you have a badass whip, you know, you look pretty cool, um, but she has some, awful lines here where she says
2: is it just
0: me or is it hot in here
1: well one i hadn't seen her in like minutes and i and they (laughs) they just randomly cut to her and i'm like whoa where the fuck did you come from and so that so that was kind of strange and yeah
2: that's the beginning of some of like the worst cheesy one-liners throughout this movie yeah so bad
1: yep But Billy and Jimmy escape, but Satori ends up dying in the big explosion. Shuko wants to unite the gangs. You know, he he says he wants to basically wage war so we can get. He wants to get that damn medallion, and we see uh, that the gangs are at this big meeting. We see the guy uh, from The Hills Have Eyes. I can't remember his name, but he's like he's like oh, that yeah. strange looking dude. Uh, yes. you know,
2: I, he's he's a very unique looking individual. Yes. he was kind he of a, a staple of
0: eighties uh, and nineties horror movies.
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He was an episode of Alf too, randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, bringing it back to Alf. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so I love Alf. I'm plugging Alf. <laughs>
1: yeah, do it. Uh, but Koga or you know Koga Shuko in his. Uh, Shadow form, he ends up strangling that guy pretty quickly and shows all the rest of the gangs that, you know, look, you know, he's that badass. So they they all kind of unite under him. Um, With Billy and Jimmy struggling with the loss of Satori, uh, you know, they're just kind of around the city. We see that the gangs find them, and we get another piss-poor fight scene. Um, Just They end up getting trapped into, like, this boat barn thing. One, I'm like, all right, they're running away. Why would they think trying to get go into a single place that is obviously easily... You know, it was almost run down already.
2: Right. Like, why, didn't, why did not why they think, okay, we'll hold them off in here? Like, just keep running. Absolutely. Go somewhere else. And <laughs> they've was... already established before that that the water in this city is toxic. Yeah. It's terrible. Stay away from it. And that's the first place they <laughs> run to. <laughs> to the water. Is the, yeah, to the water. That was <laughs> that was their bright idea.
1: Yeah. But they, they find a boat, and they bust out of the, the boat shack or whatever with that thing. And now we get a boat chase. Woo! Which... I thought it was okay. (laughs) It was actually okay. I I was like, all right, I'll give it that. It had some, I mean, there's unnecessary explosions everywhere. Like, there was all (laughs) over the place.
2: But I was like... This is this might be the highlight of the movie for me. I think it was. It was the most action, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at one point, yeah, they like bust through a, a sign, and yeah. you would think they dumped gasoline into <laughs> a, a building and set it ablaze. It was insane. Babe. I mean,
1: yeah, uh, if you if you knew that Jody, if you drove through any road sign, <laughs> <Right>. explosions happen. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, but of course they escape, and uh, Jimmy and Billy go to Marion and the Power Core for help. Who uh, a Bobo is there uh, because they found him earlier when he was, you know, I don't know, beaten or whatnot. And so they're they're we uh, oh, see her basically waterboarding him yes. with spinach. <laughs> <Absolutely>. like, <laughs> like that's what Marion is doing. Like she's torturing him to try and get information uh, about Shuko. And I'm just like, yeah, that 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 goes against like the Geneva Code, bitch. Like that's not, that's not very nice of you. Would you, um, you know, as a lawyer, would you right. recommend spinach waterboarding to get good information? Have you ever spinach waterboarded someone in the courtroom to get information?
2: I never have. I don't suggest it. Probably shouldn't do that. It's probably a salt, something along those lines, you know. So, well, what's yeah, a pepper then? That. <laughs> wow. That just came to me. I was like, that was genius. Dumpty. I got nothing. I got I'm nothing. I'm sorry. I know. It's that good. Uh, okay. And John, you roomed with him for years and yeah, years I mean, you were subject to this? I don't yeah. <laughs> You've you know
1: what? I have shared living quarters well John and I we shared, we shared a single room, but we've also been room I've That's got right. two roommates on the on the <coughs> podcast that I've had before. This is probably the first time on that. That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: And I would <laughs> bet Jody probably has more embarrassing stories about you than I do.
1: <laughs> he's he's seen me in you my some good ones. dumb <laughs> drunk college days. Yeah, there were some there was quite a bit of that. All right, let's get through this shit. Uh, <laughs> um, we're getting there. So, yeah, they they still can't unlock the power of this medallion. Um, and the core, the power core, the core power, whatever the name is, power core. The power
2: core. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: they said that, yes, there are, uh, Marion was willing to help. So um, they all, you know, decide to sneak into uh, Shuko's building. And they're kind of distracting the building people with us skateboarders and extreme kind of very 90s skating going on in there and they're going to like hide and go in through like this air vent and we get another very even more so gratuitous Alyssa Milano butt shot yes. in that one.
2: And going into the vent too, this is my favorite part. The vent is almost as big as this room. It is huge. <laughs> Three people are able to fit into the air vent. Like yeah. that's insane. I that, loved
1: it though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like the brothers were like shoulder side by side going exactly. through this air vent. That's not how air vents work. Work.
2: I loved it. Yeah.
1: That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're trying to steal this medallion. They're trying to steal it by like pulling it up from with a, a little necklace chain thing. Yeah, like, whatnot, a, like a, and a pin, pin that's
2: pinned on her shirt. Yeah, yeah, that
1: is, again, just the writing on that. Oh, that yeah, was I'm telling terrible. you, it's bad. We also see that Shuko is, is talking with the police chief, Marion's dad. Uh, Lash sees them trying to steal this thing, obviously. And <laughs> she she takes like... Uh, what is that what is that weapon John it's like a bow staff with like a kind yeah. of a, a sword on the on at the end
0: it's a Chinese pole arm of some kind I, I forget the actual name which is sad because I actually have one
1: oh. <laughs> well this looks badass and she like stabs up into the air vent and they kind of brings them down um and you know we see uh now her and uh, Marion's dad are now fighting
2: and stuff like that she's got her whip apparently she was like uh in the video game at dominatrix or something as well did you, did you uh, guys see that I, yeah.
1: yeah i I did not see that. I didn't. I didn't play the video game for this, and I didn't actually look up the the characters bios, sure, sure, whatnot. But that makes a lot
2: of sense. Yeah. Well, when I saw when I rewatched the movie, I forgot she was even in it, and I didn't mm-hmm. know who that was. So I just kind of looked back at it, and that's kind of what the origin was. Okay. So I guess the the black and the whip that all kind of makes sense it, now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was his dominatrix, and she just <laughs> oh, that was his, people. So that was Shuka's <laughs> dominatrix. Yeah, I'm assuming based <laughs> on the movie. Well, that makes
1: total sense because there was other times where he's like, "Everybody leave." Except for you, and she stayed. In. It's like they were doing something. See, That's what go. they were doing. He was about to get the gimp suit, and then <laughs> they're going to have their fun. It all makes sense. There you go. It's all, all tying right. together now. Yeah. All right. So go to the seller's law firm. If you need uh, legal advice or dominatrix advice, Jody's got it for you. Oh,
2: goodness. 770 415 9848.
1: There you go. For all your dominatrix needs. Okay. Um, The Lees and Marion end up kind of falling down to this basement area, and they find, like, these zombie people down there. Uh, Shuko, you know, in his shadow form goes down, and he kind of is taking control of a couple of them. Um, This one big tall, the first super tall, like, basketball-looking player, um, you know, he's attacking with that. At one point, they end up stopping Shuko, basically. They, They, you know, drop a... I don't know, like a big metal door or something right, on him, but yeah. his shadow thing is still around, and they use a fan to blow him away. Woo! Very <laughs> but, powerful medallion. <laughs> yeah, very powerful. But he comes back, and he attacks, you know, with other zombie people, things like that. Um, Jimmy ends up getting caught, and he's stuck, but Billy and Marion escape. So now uh, Jimmy is in trouble. So Billy and Marion are trying to think of, you know, what to do next. They got a little sexual tension. Then Lash and the gang, Lash and all the gangs are attacking the Power Core base, and the fighting is so, so bad here. This is this is, is. probably the worst fighting <laughs> in the entire movie.
2: Yeah, I tell you, when we see the power core place doing this, fights breaking out, it reminded me a lot of. Uh the little hangout place in the original Teenage Mutant Yeah, turtles. I thought the same thing. Yeah, or the Foot Clan and Becoming, all the teenagers. Yeah,
1: yeah, the cigarettes, do you want regular or menthol? Like, right. that, that, exactly. That, this <laughs> was like the clean version of that. Right.
2: They all had arcade games. Yes. <clears throat> they all had treats and foods. Yep. They were just different treats and different foods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: One, you're going to get the good, fun foods that are fatty and salty, and right. the other one, they'll give you like celery sticks or exactly. something. like that. Maybe <laughs> but, a hepatitis needle or something. <laughs> yes. Um, at one point, Marion and Lash are fighting... And Marian- and Marion's kind of being held back by uh, some other people. And Lash gives this awful one-liner. Now who's
0: the boss.
1: Now who's the boss. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> Alyssa Milano was in Who's the Boss. Yeah. Oh, man. I-, yeah. I physically shuddered at the cringe of all of that. But, it was but so But then she
0: also bad. says, You're lucky. Generally, I put people in the hospital. Generally, I put someone in the hospital.
1: Oh, she said. Oh, I missed that because <laughs> yeah. she was in General Hospital.
2: Oh man, <sighs> yeah. It's it feels like they wrote it themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you know what? I, I think you know I, we had those good credits of the the writers, yes. and they
2: probably. I think they were just like, you know what? Let's make
1: this an improv script. Let's yeah. just let oh, the man. the other people do it.
2: That's oh. the only explanation I have so far. Yeah. Again, apologies out there. <laughs> um, we get a weird kind of scene where.
1: Uh, a Bobo is in the bathroom, he's looking at himself in the mirror and he starts crying. He has a little, like, <laughs> you know, we're, <laughs> that was, we're. I guess we're trying to, to you know, find the humanity Yeah, in this they're guy.
2: humanizing this monster, this freak.
1: Yeah, like, where did that come from? Like, I didn't need that. It was so
2: weird. <laughs> it's yeah. so random.
1: But he's mad and he kind of breaks his chain. Um, and I assume, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to see him do some fighting and come up. Then he doesn't. He doesn't appear for like another five ten. Minutes. No, to be
2: such a jacked up monster <laughs> yeah. steroid freak. We he does nothing. We didn't see him do one
1: real jacked no. up steroid like big punch or anything like that. Nothing.
2: Yeah, it's a, a waste of a character. Yeah. Like it was so bad, man. Ah, so,
1: so many things could have been done. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the chaos of the fight, Jimmy shows up, and Billy at first is all happy until you know he gets smacked, <laughs> he gets punched um, by Jimmy, and it's obvious that Shuko is controlling him. Uh, and so, you know, now they have to kind of fight, which they Billy's not punching back because it's his brother at right. right first, you know, and he's like, oh, wait, even though you're controlled, he doesn't want to fight him. Uh, at one point, Billy is backed up into an arcade game <laughs> yeah. and he kind of gets he smashes against it. And it's the
2: double dragon <laughs> arcade game.
1: Oh, hey, yeah. just to
2: remind you, this just, is double dragon. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Billy's you know all upset with the uh with the medallion cuz he can't make it work and he's like uh oh this piece of junk I could do better without you and he throws it and for some reason that is the trigger. Dude, I wrote what the fuck?
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Throwing it away is how you activate power of yeah, the body.
1: It comes back to
2: him and like <sighs> but yeah, how that that all the other guy had to do was just Hold it like clench it with his fist. Why why does the that doesn't make any fucking sense? None at all. There's no build up to that. There's mm-hmm. no reason for that. There's nothing. Um, and then the next part, yeah, you know, I knew Adam's gonna I'm jumping oh, on go go the jump, Adam. Please take he Billy it away. gets kicked through this wall, he's unharmed, yeah. he looks at the medallion and he goes, yeah. Huh. Maybe this is the power of the body. No shit! Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we already have power of the soul, you yeah. know what the other one was. <laughs> So apparently he was confused the whole time. Maybe that's why it wasn't working. He didn't realize no, what he had. Oh, man. I was true. I was so disappointed in that whole setup.
1: Yep. Uh, but now that he is uh, invulnerable, he's, like, beating up on his brother. But as he beats the crap out of his brother and smacks Shuko out of him, Shuko is able to get uh, both of the medallions. And so he puts them together. And we get a kind of funny line. Billy goes, oh, shh. And then we cut to... Shuko says, you said it. Oh, You said it. And then he turns into these two weird warriors with swords. (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) Like, why didn't he turn into, like, a dragon? Or at least, like, like, why didn't... He should have, or or looked somewhat like a dragon. They were just, like, kind of painted, you know, with kind of black. um, And just had, like, you know, armor on. And looked like kind of regular warriors. Why? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense, it, it, nope. it, and, and they had nothing to do with, well, they kind of showed some control over soul or body yeah, and, and that kind bit. of stuff. But, like, I don't know. Why, if you have control of the, if you become invulnerable with that, how come those things weren't invulner- Won't really fully invulnerable?
2: Exactly. I have no idea. There's there's no explanation for it. I don't know. I just hated the whole thing. Like, yeah. I, I, it was funny. I love the idea of the medallion, but then they just, it's all fucked up because... Mm what is the point because there's a doesn't yeah. seem to be any role to
1: just so, what does what so we have these you know these i guess two badass fighter guys or whatever that right. is that is shuko right now a bobo comes in and i'm like oh shit this is his moment that yes. he's going to fight and he's going to help them and he says
0: he the
1: lights turn on the lights that's his big fucking hero <laughs> moment <laughs> This jacked up steroid dude, he, he helps them by
2: telling them to turn the damn lights on. Adam, you don't have to have muscles to help out in the fight. <laughs> you're, you're right. Use your brain. Yeah. Not your bra. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry,
1: Abobo. Right. I was stereotyping you for being a jacked up roided man. I didn't think that you could use your brain to help this fight. I'm sorry. You're right, Jody. I appreciate you acknowledging that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Marion has to go kind of start the generator. Um, which she gets it going, and Shuko doesn't like the light. Oh no, he's a gremlin or something. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so now Billy and Jimmy kind of kick him back to normal, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's That's exactly what they do. They they kick him back to being one person, and they get the medallion uh, from him. And as they're about to put it together, Shuka says, oh, sh, and they're like, you said it, you said it. And it's like, oh, so you it, came it came See, back. It
2: came back.
1: That is writing. Good <laughs> writing. And that proves that these people knew what they were doing. Um, but they put it together. And instead of them becoming these warriors, or right? anything like that, they get colorful geese. <laughs> what the
2: fuck did that? I wrote the same thing. I was like, what the fuck? Sparkly karate geese. Yeah. What is this? I've never been more disappointed. And we in get a, a floating,
1: yeah. Floating Satori head kind of saying like the power of the
2: double dragon. <laughs> God damn it. They took like, it's weird. They took so many different elements from the video game and the cartoon and and then fuck them all up yes, in the movie. Did. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I wanted some badass armor or yeah, or Maybe those the weapons. masks
1: that they have yes. from the show or something.
2: Right. It's something to connect why these medallions are so powerful. Yeah. Not karate outfits.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really all it was. <laughs> that was it. Karate uh, outfits. With a
2: cool medallion logo yeah. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Woo!
1: So then obviously they can beat up Shuko pretty easily. Jimmy even... Uses his but his soul powers and he goes inside of him and he's like, "Stop hitting yourself! Why are you hitting yourself?" And I'm just, I'm physically angry at this movie at <laughs> this point. And the the, the police chief because that was so bad, that was so cheesy and it was. stupid. Uh, the police chief comes and arrests Shuko and you know with Jimmy being in charge of him, writes him a big one hundred and twenty nine million dollar check. I wonder why one hundred and twenty nine million.
2: No idea. I don't know if that's a significant number or Did they, did they say that
1: he was worth $129 million at some point or anything like
2: that? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess he could be. I don't know. I don't recall that. Yeah. Maybe it was in the uh, amazing script and it got cut. And yeah. It, just, and
1: it was <laughs> one of the extended You know, we need to get the uh, release Ooh. the, uh, the who is this director's name? There's uh, an U-Kitch. international version. Re- Re- release the Yukic cut. I want to see more of Double Dragon. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag. Just get release. that trending. <laughs> yes. As he's going, another, another, uh, Atrocious line as they're putting uh, Shuko into the cop car. He says,
0: You think I'm bad? Where do you meet my lawyers?
1: (laughs) So that is a terrible line. My question to you, Jody Is this the point when young child Jody says, Yes. I want to become your defender. I want to be Shuko. And this is what sparked you to be a lawyer, and, and this, that's that's what we came came to be.
2: Didn't even cross my mind, man. Didn't even cross my mind.
1: Lies. Lies. You you want to be on his uh He's got an team.
2: unlimited checkbook, so yeah. that helps, you yeah. know. So uh,
1: asking you uh, an ethics question, Sure. if Shuko came to you and asked right. you to defend him, knowing he's this evil person, you as a lawyer, would you take that case because he's rich as fuck? i'll
2: put it this way i mean if you know someone is and this is just me speaking if you know someone is committed a crime is committing a crime i'm not going to take the case you're not going to be my client um and if someone's about to commit a crime and they you know they tell you that you can turn them in i mean there's no privilege to that Mm -hmm. if you've already done something then you come in you need some help that's a little different you know shuko is just a P.O.S., right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but there we go. All right, that's a, So if you need a lawyer with some real ethics... Yes! ...the seller's law firm. 770-415-9848. <laughs> all
2: right.
1: Uh, Marion gives them their dragon wagon back oh, all fixed. That was so awful. And now a Bobo is a good guy, and he wants to drive for some reason. I don't know why... Why did Billy think that Jimmy was inside him, or that was that was... Jimmy, in you know, as a Bobo, did he think that he said that? He said something like, "Oh, it's really Billy." It's kind of something that he said, and then Billy pops up at the back of the car, and he's all surprised because he thought, "Oh, I completely missed that." But Jimmy is the one with the soul powers, right? Not. Not Billy. Billy. Exactly. So why did he think that Jimmy was going to, or no, no. Why did Jimmy think that Billy was going to be, whatever it was, this was <laughs> awful. This was pari- It was obviously none of us understood it. It made no fucking sense. I will give this the credit here at the end. They drive off and we see Aliong and the other henchmen yes. with like, you know, the, the homeless kind of cardboard right. sign saying we'll hench for food and thugs seek rec- uh, ruthless boss. I thought that was kind of funny.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed that. I appreciate that yeah. a little, a little line. Well, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> um, you know, we got through that without even talking about homely and ugly. Yeah, those were those. Oh, not, those I were not did good not get joke. that joke as a kid. No, oh yeah, yeah. and I, it's not a joke as an adult. No, it's
1: not <laughs> it's a
2: terrible. Because yeah,
1: because their last name is Lee, right? And, and he called them Ugg and Home, home. for yeah. Lee. It's uh, uh yeah, it's exactly as funny as we just presented <laughs> it right there. Um, (laughs) It
2: got that many laughs. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so because this was a movie that you
2: really wanted us to do so much, Jody, we're going to let you start us off. Sure. Uh, My comments are pretty short and to the point. Um, I was so disappointed. Uh, This is a nostalgia podcast, and that's why I love it. But this is one that needs to stay in your fucking nostalgia. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a pain to watch. I told Adam I watched half of it. I had to stop and like wait a week and then <laughs> finish the other half. It was so bad. Do not rewatch this movie. If I think more of my nostalgia comes from the video game and the mm-hmm. cartoon. I thought it was going to translate to the movie. It didn't. I forgot that, and now it is burned into my brain. <laughs> so those are my thoughts. Stay away. Stay uh-huh. away.
1: John, how about you? Oh, it was shit. <laughs> it was three words. It was shit. Okay. Yes. Eloquent. About as good a writing there as in the entirety of the movie. Some would say better. Yeah, some, right, right. Some Absolutely. would say better. Okay, my thoughts. As cheesy as it was, I had a good time. What? No, you didn't. That's a lot. I did not <laughs> I fucking hated it. this thing was trash and a half. Like this was I this is it is down there with the three ninjas for me. And Jody, come on, I know you I know you want to say tell me that you Three like- Ninjas
2: is better. <laughs> I love the three ninjas.
1: <laughs> I I hated rewatching the three ninjas. Go if you need to haven't listened to that episode, you'll hear me rant about that. Um but this is this was really rough. Adam was really, it, really Was rough. it
0: better or worse than Baby Secret of the
1: Lost Legend? Uh, um I give it better than Baby Secret of the Lost Legend because it had yeah. attractive <laughs> Alyssa Milano and it had Aliong who yeah. I, I love him to death. All right. True, I'll give you so. that. <laughs> All right, let's let's go on to the show because I'm uh, we are fully fully done with this movie.
2: Leave the movie behind. <laughs>
1: Alright, Double Dragon, the TV show. From 1993 to 1994, two seasons, 26 episodes. Um, I did notice that one of the executive producers was Avi Arad. He was the CEO of Toy Biz, and he became the chief creative officer at Marvel, then the CEO and founder of Marvel Studios. He's just got tons of executive Marvel credits, so big name with that. Um, The cast for this cartoon, uh, Billy Lee was played by Michael Donovan. He was the voice of Count Dooku and tons of Lego Star Wars stuff. And John, we talked about him recently in our episode of Reboot, because he did the voice of Fong oh. on Reboot. Jimmy Lee was voiced by Scott McNeil, who uh, Scott McNeil's a fantastic voice actor. Um, he was did multiple people on Beast Wars. He did Rat Trap, Dinobot, and Waspinator. He was also uh, Piccolo- um, in Dragon Ball Z for a long time in the the Ocean Group dub and some and some of the movies like I think um, Tree of Might as well and he also did Wolverine in X Men Evolution cartoon which is I think was a pretty darn good cartoon uh, Shadowmaster was voiced by Jim Burns who was Inferno in the in, uh, Beast Transformers Beast Wars he was also in the Highlander TV show for a long time hmm. he was also in X Men Evolution and at Mega Man he's done plenty of voices. Marion Martin is voiced by Kathy Westlock, who has done plenty of stuff, um, including My Little Pony and just lots of, lots of different uh, credits. Chop was voiced by Gary Chalk, who Gary Chalk, he is my Optimus Prime. He was Optimus Primal in Beast Wars. He also does Optimus Prime on multiple animated shows as well. So it's pretty much if you're getting Optimus Prime and it's not Peter Cullen, it's going to be uh, Gary Chalk. This was a American, Canadian, and Italian, you know, multiple, multiple national uh, production endeavor. And uh, the plot, so I mean, is this is a beat-em-up action-y show. I watched the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. I think I watched episodes one and two, and then I skipped to season three. Um, So the plot of the pilot is kind of loosely adapted from the NES version of the first Double Dragon game, with the episode's villains, consisting of the mysterious Shadow Boss, who is uh, Jimmy's alter ego. So Jimmy actually starts off as a bad guy, um, and then he, he, he got upset when the Shadow Master kind of used him, or basically, you know was bad. When the evil <laughs> right. guy was evil, it pissed off the other evil guy and said, oh, I'm going to be good now. That's right. exactly what it was. Uh, and his henchman, Abobo, as we, you know, yeah. so that he's a big blue dude, big strong blue dude in the cartoon. Yeah,
2: almost like Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, he, he definitely had that look. And then Willie, um, who is this Texasy kind of... Cowboy. Cowboy, yeah. yeah. Um. And so, yeah. So they, And they were ba- yeah based off of characters from the game. Uh. They ended up being in episode two, they got to get the Shadow Master kind of.
2: Yeah, Han Solo'd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like
1: kind of putting Carbonite. So, and then all of the characters after that second episode were all kind of original creations of the cartoon. But I did think, I heard that they, or I saw that they uh, were used in the later video game, like Dragon, Double Dragon 4 or something mm-hmm. like that. So, let's talk about that theme song. To be a dragon, you gotta be strong.
2: humble we'll never brag was fight for right battling wrong with the power of the dragon live the code the code of the dragon fight for right the might of the dragon with the mark, the mark of the dragon live the code the code of the dragon oh, my favorite part of the cartoon man like i remember that it's so iconically to me, uh-huh. but it's very repetitive too. It is. <laughs> it's um, the same lines over and over. Live the code,
1: the code of the dragon. It's the mark, the mark of the dragon. Here's the dragon, dragon. It's a dragon. Like, <laughs> got that? I got it. I did not think this was a good uh, theme song. I'm sorry, man. I love it. I the 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 singer voice I thought was not a good singer. The, it wasn't rocking enough. The music behind it, the, the singer was trying to make it rock, right. but the music behind it was way too. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't rocking hard for me. <laughs> sure, um, I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to rock. And if they they could have could have gotten there, but like this was not a, a top theme song at all. The score. Speaking of music in the show, the score of the actual show is fucking terrible. <laughs> it is. It is so bad. Um, like. If you had some kind of good action-y songs in there, maybe the absolute lack of good action from the cartoon would have, and I'm saying that, I'm sorry, Joey, the the, the cartoon action was not good. But they could have helped it if they had a good score or something to go with it. I agree. And the music was just, it was bad. It ended up hurting it. But that theme song and the main music was done by Clark Glassman, who has done music for the Smurfs, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Camp Candy, that uh, huh. Canadian, yeah, the, the John Candy thing. The animation on this, like, the actual drawing was also awful. Like, the, the character designs look like it was done by, like, a, a high school kid or something, <laughs> you know? like a, Or a middle school kid, even. Like, the the, char- the looks... Now, the, I will say, Shadow Master looked awful awesome to yeah, me yeah he still looks cool and when they have their dragon masks on yes they still look cool
2: love the armor yeah, but love the costume the
1: rest of the humans look terrible i mean i will say the, the shadow master he had a very saber-tooth kind of look to him yeah absolutely i, I like yeah, his that. hairdo yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> that big hairdo um the frame rate looked really choppy yeah it's really bad and so like there was not smooth animation with it and so with all that it made the action just it fall flat, you know, like the punches and kicks and all that kind of. Anytime they were supposed to do something, it just was like, "Wow, this is really slow and going very um, poor." So, yeah, uh, it's just kind of pathetic. I'm sorry, <laughs> shitting on the show.
2: <laughs> no, hey man, I'm I'm right there with you. You yeah, okay. know, some of my favorite things about the show were that they the, the characters to me look like great action figures, mm. and so to me, it reminded me a lot of He Man. You know, He-Man was created to push a line of action figures. Yeah. It very much felt the same way to me because you constantly had uh, new vehicles, new villains. They're very colorful, very bright. They had armor. They had um, accessories. You had, you know, third-party characters would come in later and become, you know, dragon warriors and, you mm-hmm. know, part of the, the cast. So. Yeah. Definitely felt like it was very uh, toy driven, and I had them all. <laughs> I would lo- love the
1: action. Yeah, so I mean, so you were a big, you were a fan of the show.
2: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it as a kid. Really liked it. I remember watching it in the mornings before going to school, and okay. um, I guess maybe later it was in syndication because I remember seeing it like on TBS in the afternoons, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah,
1: I watched it as well when I was younger, um, and I and I kind of I wouldn't say I was like super fond of it, but I had decent enough memories of it exactly like and for me is the main thing was i remember the badass villain being badass and i remember their costumes when they got the dragon masks were cool season two yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely but yeah this wasn't like a huge nostalgia one for me but i did i did i you know it was in there of like okay that is i I thought highly of it at the time right uh john did you ever watch this show when you were younger
0: no no (laughs) i had no recollection of it whatsoever okay
1: (laughs) you didn't miss a whole lot yeah yeah um that's all i had on the show what other kind of notes or what other things stuck out uh with you guys about double dragon the cartoon show
2: john anything in particular for someone that never saw it i mean what were kind of your thoughts i guess for the first time did you show it to the kids at all
0: no i did not show it to the kids um okay i was we had a busy week i was a little bit of a rush so i had to just kind of watch it when i could okay um i'm gonna reserve all of my statements for my final thoughts he's done he's
1: done talking alright Jody Anything? Else? I will say
2: yeah. this one of my favorite parts about the villains whenever they would appear they would always shout shadow falls yeah. like so you always knew when they were coming or what they were yeah. about to do because they not, would scream out their catchphrase yeah not
1: very ninja
2: or stealthy on that aspect I loved it the shadow falls yeah. and then they would attack. attack it was fantastic well, yeah, watching it back it was it was kinda painful but it was very comicy too, like yeah. not intentionally, but uh Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, yeah it's a kid's show so they they exactly. want it to be silly,
1: but this was just had some had some real issues too. <laughs> yeah.
2: And for me, like I said, I remember the theme song, really enjoyed it. And then, you know, they had a catchphrase it was, the power of might, the power of right. We are double dragons. And then mm-hmm. they transform and they get their armor yeah. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was always fun to me as a kid. And those are the bigger things I remember. But okay. uh,
1: <laughs> when I was watching it, uh, my wife was in the room. And one thing that she pointed out, and I was so, it's so true, like they would always talk about, like, The Code of the Dragon. Well, according to the Code of the Dragon, and it's the Code of the Dragon, and she's like, Jesus fucking Christ, I get it. The Code of the Dragon, I'm done here. And they said it like every other sentence, it seemed like. Yeah, okay, we got it. It's the Code of the Dragon, and you're following that, and that's okay, (laughs) all right.
2: They wanted you to remember it was Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so double. they had to use the dragon. There were dragon masters, dragon warriors, <laughs> yeah. codes of the dragon, book of the dragon.
1: Yes, dragon, dragon style, like fighting style, yes. that kind of stuff, everything.
2: Yeah. They did have good morals, though. Like, I think, like most cartoons in the 90s, it, it kind of reminded me of like Captain Planet. It always mm-hmm. ended with like a, a little tidbit of don't be mean to people and always be nice and, yeah. you know, do good in school and don't use drugs. Like, it always had that, like, 10 second clip at the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Um,. All right, final thoughts, John. I'm I'm really curious to hear your final thoughts. So let's. Uh, or is there anything else that? I mean, there's nothing. This is this is
2: this is yeah. Nothing yeah. else I want to send it. Well, to let to l- to l- me Loro. ask you this:
0: Do you want to end on an up note or on a down note?
1: Is there an up
2: note? We're <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have an up note. <laughs> All my notes are down. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: got an up let's one. Let, let's, I mean, right. let's, yeah. Let's start with you, and then we'll go to the, Jody, and then I'll end it. Okay.
0: <laughs> the only thing I hated more than Double Dragon the movie. <laughs> was Double Dragon, the fucking cartoon. I'm so sorry, John. I'm so sorry. Holy shit. I got through one and a half episodes. I watched the, I watched the pilot, and I thought, you know what? I'll jump to season two. Maybe it got better. So, <laughs> I got through half of the first episode of season
1: two and I turned this shit off. Yeah. And I walked away. So you
2: didn't you so, didn't get the armor! You yeah, didn't, you didn't
1: get the good armor. You also didn't see Jimmy make his transformation into so a listen, good guy. I've seen, I've seen pictures
0: of the armor, and when I was a kid, I thought it looked fucking stupid then, and I thought it was fucking stupid now. And I'm sorry, there was there was no redeeming qualities to this cartoon. <laughs>
2: ooh, ooh. Was that the up note? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it
2: can
1: only go up from here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jody, how about how about you try
2: and defend oh, your man. your choice
1: of Double Dragon?
2: It's it's so hard to defend <laughs> Double Dragon. I guess should have stayed a video game. Yeah. Um, like I said, I still love the theme song. The costumes and armor, I think, is the best thing for me because, again, I remember the action figures that kind of associated yeah. with the cartoon. And I will say too, man, you're right, John. The the new armor, looking at it now, it reminded me of like a fish head yeah. with a tooth in it. It was so it was not a dragon. It was, yeah, it, it reminded so me of bad. merman from he yes. Yeah, he did. Yes. It very much looked like merman. Yeah. So unfortunately, just like Double yeah. Dragon the movie, <laughs> do not rewatch Double Dragon the cartoon. Uh, yep. I hate to say it. I'll apologize again. Uh, go watch Alf in its place.
1: Yep.
0: Go uh, watch Alf and play some double dragon. There yes. You go.
1: Uh, am I I my mimic stuff. I, this is not not a surprise. This show is awful. You know, I enjoyed it enough when I was younger, but watching it now, fuck no. It's, i had sorry Jody, but you know what? You're not really defending this shit either. Yeah, you know not it's that at bad. All. It's um and so I will say according to the code of the dragon, this show sucked giant donkey balls. This is so bad. <laughs> so bad. That's the code of the dragon. Sucking ass. Uh, yeah, so. But you know what? You like the theme song enough so you could, like, go see if you can just steal it. You know, right. Jody Sailor seller, Sellers Law Firm. He's the Sellers Law Firmiest Firm. He's gonna kick the dragon, dragon. Something like that. Yeah, print it. Go. <laughs> <Perfect. laughs> Record it. Cut it. <laughs> All right. <sighs> and that's. Uh, cut print, check the gate. Yeah, that's our, that's our review of Double Dragon. This episode of The Blast From
0: Our Past podcast is not brought to you by...
2: Double Dragon, the greatest martial arts video game legend ever. Kick it off with a million seller, Double Dragon 2 for your NES. And now, the incredible Double Dragon 2 legend comes to game Boy the most outrageous portable street
0: fighting action ever and for world-class martial arts action it's got to be double dragon free total double dragon action for any and Game Boy from a clay, choose your weapon all right now uh we're going to try and salvage this episode by recasting double dragon into what
1: could only hopefully be an acceptable movie that being said I think This show could be rebooted, you know, into a live or a movie, and it could be really good.
2: I think so too. Um, to me, it needs more of like almost like a Mortal Kombat feel. (laughs) 100% agree, yeah, absolutely. And if it goes in that direction, I I think it could be really good. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not like a major Hollywood blockbuster, if it's something more along the lines of like um, the Street Fighter shorts, the Mortal Kombat shorts, some of those fan made. Um, short movies that have come out recently, I think it could be pretty amazing. I really do. Very
0: cool. You know what? I will say this. Uh, If a lot of the fan movies that I've seen and fan shorts that I've seen over the past 10 years tell me anything, it's that any property can be made into a good story if you write the correct story for it.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You
0: you take the elements that work and you discard the stuff that doesn't work and, and make it work. And yes, the idea of two brothers who have two halves of this pendant could work as a great martial arts story. It just didn't. <laughs>
1: Not this time. Not in
0: 94 Not. <laughs> or 93. So hopefully we can cast a better movie, which if we were really casting a better movie, we would also need to cast the writers,
2: but
1: yeah. we didn't
2: We didn't do <laughs> well, that. Well,
1: John, we, even if we cast them, there were some good writers yeah, in this one, in, that, in the, in the show. The team was stacked. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just
2: dropped the ball.
1: Yep. Let's blame uh or maybe studio not, on that. maybe not have a, a music video director to to swap to, yeah, to a movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we are going to cast uh, just a handful of the uh, larger characters from the movie. Uh, we will cast, of course, Jimmy Lee and Billy Lee. We will do Koga Shuko, Linda Lash, Satori Imada, and Marion DeLario. So let's... Adam, you were uh, a, apparently a big fan of Marianne Delario. yeah, or her character in the are, movie. Are you, so let's. Uh, start I'm, a big, with, I'm a big
1: fan of uh, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa
0: Milano, <laughs> yes. Well, still, yeah. that's the character. Yeah. Uh, so
1: let's start with that one. Okay. And Adam, why don't you start us off? Sure. So I, um, my part of my motivation for this casting is I, you know, I wanted this to be a much more of a martial arts style movie I want this to be better martial arts people who I think um, I could trust with that and I wanted you know there's a lot of Chinese culture and a lot of appropriation with with, the, mm-hmm. with how it was used in, in the show and so I felt uh, I did something I don't think I've done before I I wanted this this movie to be much more of like a martial arts movie and so mm-hmm. I cast an entire people who I, I, I cast only Asian actors or I think they're all Asian American actors. Um, But I, you know, I wanted this to be much more of like a, you know, a more martial arts, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with that feel. So, so just a heads up, I've got all uh, Asian American actors. Um, I think maybe one who's actually not American, but... All great actors. And I tried to use I, I kinda threw out my rule of hey, don't use people that I've used so many times because I was yeah. like, you know what, I I want this to be good. And I want yeah. I want to try and make sure that it's good. Um I've you know I've used this actress before, and she definitely has done some action stuff before in the um the Netflix Marvel stuff, uh particularly in Iron Fist. She was one of the only really good things in Iron Fist, in my opinion. She played Colleen Wing, my Marion Delario, who I think is could be badass enough to actually lead the Power Core. I went with Jessica Henwick.
0: Okay, I yeah. think that's a good choice.
2: Yeah, that's cool. fantastic. I like that a lot. Nice. I uh, I
0: thought I thought she was fine in the uh, in the Iron oh, Fist okay. series. I Not liked her character.
1: You didn't like her as much as I did. <laughs> I thought she was better than
0: fine. I, I okay. I wasn't trying to insult her. Oh okay. I was I no, was also trying, thought she I was, was trying fine. To, I was trying to make it sound like I didn't hate the Iron oh, Fist okay. so much. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which
1: yeah, I did. I really didn't care for that that first season was really rough it was
0: rough but her i thought her character was yeah. was the shining light out of the the turd sandwich that was that yeah, show. true very true <laughs> um i'll go ahead and jump in with mine i largely followed your same line of thinking adam okay um, i wanted this to be a more martial arts movie um i in my head it was still going to be set in la mm-hmm. um, Yeah. yeah so, I'm so with that I with with the character of of Marion being the daughter of the um
1: Would you say it's somewhere in
0: LA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could say somewhere in LA. Some, yeah, I mean okay. I'm I'm not from LA so if you if you ask me where LA is on a map I would probably point to an area that encompassed everything from uh Santa Monica all the way down to Orange County. Yeah, right. That whole area is just LA to me.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Everything cool. on that side of the mountain. As yeah, as you mentioned <laughs> Yeah. As you specifically said, two different cities that are not LA, but but yes, <laughs> right, they are. But I mean, everything
0: in between. If you just said to me, you just say LA. It, is. it pretty much. It's kind of like how we grew up in Alpharetta. Uh, but whenever anyone asks yeah, where you're from, North I would Atlanta. just say Atlanta. I would right, say Atlanta.
1: Yeah, and actually, I, inc- I incorporate the um, the valley in LA as well. It's all it's all the same. Yeah,
0: it's all just one, one big mesh. Uh, the exception to my kind of Asian actor taking because. The characters all seem to, they they all fit to, to be uh, of Asian descent, except for this one. So this was the one that, right. that didn't fall into that. Um, I picked an actress who has done a, a couple of good things. Um, she's a little less of a known. Um, she's more known for being sort of in the Jumanji movies. You only see her for a little bit. It's kind of at the beginning and the end of each film. Um, and her name is Madison Iceman. I may have used her before a
1: good name iceman
0: <laughs> iceman but it's spelled i-s-e-m-a-n yeah.
1: instead of a c okay
2: yeah she plays one of the the teenagers right yeah yeah
1: oh yeah. Uh, yeah oh yeah she oh she was the 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 girl who got into jack black's body right yeah yes she was the kind of the stuck-up girl bethany yeah yeah yep, bethany
2: that's she's, a great choice i like that
1: yeah she's cool she's she's cute she could be a cute new new <laughs> Alyssa milano i mean and she's a i'm sure she's a solid actress so I have not seen. I have only seen her in Jumanji. So okay.
0: Well, she's been in quite a bit. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. She was in one of yeah. the Annabelle movies. Not that I care. I don't watch any of those horror movies. You're right.
1: Though she's got a surprisingly large stack of, of credits. So good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Cool. All right, Jody.
2: Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to say, wow! You do, you guys do an awesome job, like doing these recastings, because I had the hardest time in the world <laughs> trying to find uh, uh, actors and actresses to plug into these roles. But mine was sort of in the vein of the way John was thinking, mm-hmm. and I was sort of modeling my cast more off of the video game. Okay.
1: Um, so yeah. Um, so when we get to Linda last year, you chose a real dominatrix. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Within
2: the list. Yeah. I um... use.
1: I just chose my personal <laughs> dominatrix. She's uh, going to be Linda. La- that's what that's. <laughs>
2: Gotcha. <laughs> oh man, so so my Marion is actually probably a, a little bit older, maybe, um, but I think it'll still work. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, she was in oh. Mean Girls. Uh, oh yeah. Uh,
1: she, I mean, she's a hell of an actress. She's, that's like an Oscar <laughs> oscar level actress, right there. We need
2: somebody to fix this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And it starts with the girlfriend role. Yeah. Did, <laughs> that's where it needs to did be. Did anyone
1: else? Whenever I hear the name Marion, I always go to Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Made Marion. I'm just not sure if I was the only one on that.
2: (laughs) No, that that is the
1: the main Marion that I'm aware of. Yeah, Um, actually, Adam, this is
0: I just because you brought it up, mm -hmm. and this is just going to be a thing that maybe you remember, and no one else in this podcast is going to care. But you asked, so I'm going to bring it up. When you say the name Marion, I think of this one album that our mother used to have. It was it was sort of a variety album of a whole bunch of stuff, and Mm -hmm. on this album, it was all from like Nantucket. There was one guy who had a song called Entering Marion. Whoa, hey The whole song is about a play on this guy is driving through a town and sees a song called Entering Marion, and it, it's just a whole bunch of jokes from there. Okay. And it was my favorite song on this album that, that our mother had. I don't know if you remember that song at, at all.
1: I do not, but you can bet your ass I'm going to try and find it. <laughs>
0: It's just kind of like, it's a goofy little song. It's just a guy at a, on, the, on the piano uh, singing it.
1: Every
2: year I drive out to Cape Cod for the last part of June. Leave the city by 10 and you're there in the late afternoon.
1: On the way there's a village called Marion that you pass through. The first time I approached it, I'll always remember the sign that came into view. It said, Entering Marion. And I thought, what a fun little sign. But the feeling of entering Marion had a kick that was hard to define. A rapturous rush, a physical flush,
0: chills up and
1: down. Wow, finding that song, that is... (laughs) That's not particularly a good song, but uh, it's it's
0: not it's not supposed to be like a top forty
1: jam. It no. was just a silly little song. But the
0: joke yeah. of the song is the farther into the song you get, the more he gets addicted to driving into cities just to see that name, uh, just to see okay. entering, and then okay, you have to get farther into the song for it to start to get funnier I, than just the first line.
1: I will I'm I will give it a shot because it definitely is a just like a, a silly comical kind of yeah trend it, the song. So yeah, okay.
0: Sorry, that was a weird diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 said I think uh, the first thing you think of. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, the first thing I think of is this song.
1: Okay, all right. I'd say all all pretty decent choices for for our Marion.
0: Okay, all right. Let's move on to Satori, who is kind of their mentor, mm-hmm. almost. Yep. I'd say. Um, so I'm gonna jump in with mine. So because my Jimmy and Billy are, I think, a little bit older, like mid 20s, early to mid 20s. Uh, even though I made Marion a little bit younger. Oh no, she's in she's in her twenties. Yeah, she's yeah. like twenty three, so we're good. I wanted a clear mentor figure. <sighs> and I I pulled I pulled back uh or I I pulled someone who I've used before and I don't I don't expect any uh backlash from her because she's an amazing actress anyway. And it's kind of a cop out to use her, but she's amazing.
1: I went with Michelle Yo. Call it a cop out, John. I went with Michelle Yeoh too. I mean, <laughs> oh she's per- she is perfect for that role. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Great choice. <laughs> oh wow,
0: sweet. I didn't expect any
1: uh, any yeah. common one on this. No, one. no, yeah. Crouching Tiger. I mean, she's yeah, exactly. It's, maybe it's a bit typecast with her, but she would be perfect. Yeah, and, and she is someone who I could totally see, um, like training uh some martial artists and and she's a badass so
0: Exactly. It always seemed to me that the that the lady who played Satori was a little closer too close in age maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know maybe I thought that was weird to be training them. I, I don't I don't know if that sounds weird out of place but like Michelle Yeoh, she pops up. I yep. instantly will believe she's going to teach anybody anything.
1: Yep, she's got the cred. So that's a great choice. Yeah.
0: All right, well, Jody, you guys, we're gonna go to you then.
2: Yeah, uh, kind of on the fly. I started looking at who I, I who I cast. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> way too young. <laughs> uh, but so I, I put down oh, Jamie Jamie Chung. Um, she was in Hangover Two, uh, Ed Helms's uh, wife that he marries. Uh, she was in Sucker Punch. Um, oh well, she's thirty seven, so you know late thirties. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: um, she's she's she, she, does, she looks younger than exactly, that. Though, holy crap!
2: That was, and that's the big problem. She looks like she's in her early twenties. Yeah,
1: um, she does.
2: So maybe you could, I don't know, age her up a bit. But then I started thinking about it and I snuck a peek um, at some other actresses. Maybe a Lucy Liu, someone who's older, might have been a better yeah frame of terms of age. But I went with Jamie Chung though.
0: I don't think that's a, a- a bad call. I mean, the pictures that we're looking at here might be a lot older. True. I mean, she got, she's she's older than Adam.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, will you call me old, John? What the
0: <laughs> Yeah. You don't think I can play a high schooler anymore? No. <laughs> I'm not sure you can play a college student anymore.
1: Yeah, just yeah, put oh on a God. backwards
2: hat and a book bag. You see, when I when I
1: worked at Dodge College, um, in Orange County, like you, I saw that the and I, I said I had to work or you know I had to you know, help some of the kids sometimes when they were working on their, um, on their editing systems and whatnot. Uh-huh. And I, I was just in awe at how I was like, you're just fucking children. You're all, also- <laughs> you know, I think back about college days and like, yeah, you know, sexy college girls and me, you know, me back in college. And I'm just like, you're fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> this is you this is really weird I'm
2: decades older than I, you
1: are because <laughs> I feel I don't feel like I feel like, yeah uga was a long time ago but right. so doesn't i don't feel that detached from it anymore. yeah not right.
2: that far removed yeah I agree
0: so. I don't think I actually don't think Jamie uh, Chung is a bad call. Oh, thank
2: you John I appreciate that
0: I think I think it would work just fine it would be okay. a little bit of a younger mentor but I think that could still work
2: Sure. Yeah, and yeah. it fleshes out well with the rest of
0: my
1: cast. The only problem she, the only problem at least for me, where Michelle Yao instantly gets the credibility sure. in my head. Um, Jamie Chung has got to earn it on the screen. So That's right. maybe you know if she if she can do that, you know, maybe maybe she starts off with like we see her having a really badass scene early on. Mm-hmm. Um, that would really kind of help the credibility. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're un- unfortunately we're just Michelle Yao. Just from her other work, sure I don't need
2: it. <laughs> right, I get it. Yeah. But I would kind of yeah. like the movie opening that way. Yeah. I think you need to establish the fact that she is a badass mm-hmm. and she is, I don't know, the trainer for lack yeah. of a better word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that.
0: Well, I mean it's early in the movie, she says she was the one who separates the two half of the medallion. Exactly. She's like, I put a continent between them. We need to see her defending the first half yes. Yes. against Linda and losing and but still like, you know, holding her own to give us that fighting cred.
1: Yeah, So that we Absolutely. can believe her later. I agree.
0: Okay. All right. See, we're fleshing this movie out. We got to...
1: What's that? No, <laughs> I was trying to whisper to Jody, and I turned to him and I said, Jamie Chung, really hot. <laughs> she was very, very attractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> my guy my guy came out, you know, just my creepy dude came out a little bit, and uh, I, I couldn't help it.
2: That's what we call the spooze. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. Let's go to Linda Lash. Oh, it's gonna
0: get worse. Yeah, he's that a dominatrix. Was... <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Jody, you start us off with this one. Okay, I was. This is a weird one, man. I uh, I'm really happy with my choice, but um, and I've actually got two. But I finally settled on Margot Robbie, and I really got into like the the Harley Quinn Dominatrix kind of thing. <laughs> That's what I started thinking of, and like. <laughs> Her just because she's in the she sucked in the the 1994 movie. Linda Lash's character was yeah. awful. Yeah. It wasn't a character. It was just a person. Yeah. It was a body. Uh, and I think someone uh, maybe a smartass who's a badass fighter too, mm-hmm. something along those lines. And so I went with Margot Robbie. Um, yeah, that's. that's they, what I, I mean,
1: got. It, it, go. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. I was gonna say. I
0: mean, she's gonna be a draw.
1: Yeah. Sure. I, yeah. And I, exactly because she is so big they're gonna have to make that character a lot bigger she would That's not true. do it there's no way she would do it unless it became a much bigger role uh
2: yeah. double dragon the legend of Linda Lash the, yeah
1: and the emancipation of a uh, Linda one Linda Lash <laughs> maybe too big for the role yeah. but, but hey yeah if she wanted to step back a little bit right. uh I, I like and I totally see your um, transition from Harley to uh Linda Lash so. yeah uh alright Adam
0: Who did you go with?
1: Yep. uh, Sticking with uh, Asian American actresses, um, Linda Lash, I kind of wanted someone a little bit older. I didn't see as the same, not quite the same age as uh, Satori, maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, but kind of, you know, in between a Marion and a Satori, uh, I wanted someone who, you know, has I've seen doing action stuff before, and she did so as Lady Deathstrike in X2. Uh, She was also more recently in the Arrow show. I went with Kelly Hu as my Linda Lash.
0: I love Kelly Hu. Mm-hmm. I think she's a great actress. I would totally believe her as as a as a henchman. she's I mean, she's, we, she's been henchman
1: before. She's been villains before. I think Absolutely. she's just a good call.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like that a lot. It's a solid call. I well, I guess I kind of went with a similar thought process to you. Um, I didn't. I don't think that my actress isn't quite as as old as Kelly Hu, which is a horrible thing to say because
1: Kelly Hu is not that old. I think and she's 46, she still looks 47, something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but this one's a little bit younger. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen her play a bad guy. I can't say I have.
1: Have you seen her play a dominatrix? <laughs>
0: can't say I've seen that either. Oh, okay. Um, but I was thinking more along the lines of the kind of the female henchman in Kill Bill, the little sort of like the Japanese schoolgirl with, oh, yeah. with the baddest movement. I didn't pick her, but I was thinking along the lines of let me have a henchman who, who looks unexpected. Mm-hmm. So I went with uh, an actress who I've seen uh, quite a few things. She was also in the Arrow verse. Mm. She actually played Katana in the Arrow verse, and um, she was in one of her first movies. Actually, it was her second movie ever was The Wolverine, uh, where she played Yukio. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with uh, Rila Fukushima.
1: Yeah, I I think I don't know if I looked at her or not, but yeah, that's oh I, I've seen her. I've I've seen her doing other stuff. Um, yeah, she's
0: been in quite a few things since. Uh, since yeah, Wolverine.
1: yeah, she's got kind of a, a unique look to her as well.
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, I think the sort of the standout standout niche of how she looks—that's a weird mm-hmm. sentence to say—would um, <laughs> help her as a, a henchman. Yes, she, yes, absolutely. She does have a
1: good henchman look to her. Absolutely, I like that call. Yeah, okay. it's like
2: I will kick your ass and. Mm-hmm.
1: And then eat coming. sushi afterwards. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> exactly. won't even flinch. God, now I want sushi. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Um, <laughs> I always want sushi. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, Jody, we still need yeah.
2: you. Wait, Go, did Linda we get Lash. yours already? Oh, no, we he, did. It was a Margaret Robbie. Yeah, Margaret Robbie. No. Yeah, I, All right. went, I went more like <laughs> a white blonde American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to distinguish her. Okay, that's fine. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, it's fine.
1: Fair enough. All right. Kogoshuko. Adam, I want to hear your Kogashuko. It totally bothered me that his name was Kogashuko and it was fucking Robert Patrick. <laughs> yeah, um, this is so awful. Was like that was
2: the worst part.
1: Just terrible appropriation with that. Yes. I was like, you know what? I I need to. And that was the first thing that I was like, I need to have um, an Asian American, you know, an a, a her- Asian heritage actor to play Kogashuko. And then that kind of just led to, you know what? I think I, could, I want this for everybody. Um, so, yeah. So, I wanted someone, uh, who, someone who also is, would be a much better fighter than Robert Patrick. Uh, <laughs> someone who I've seen do some fighting stuff before. Um, particularly, he played Bruce Lee in uh, uh, the Bruce Lee story. And he is also going to be playing the main bad guy, or one of the main bad guys in the Mulan movie that is yet that keeps kind of getting pushed back of whenever right. they're going to release it. I went with Jason Scott Lee as my okay. Kokushuko. Yeah, good okay. choice. Cool. He's I I I wish he was a bigger name. I kind of wanted yeah. a bigger name to be my Koku go to be the villain, but mm-hmm. um I haven't used him before, and so I was like, you know what? As opposed to going to, you know, the first name I wrote down was like Donnie Yen, you know, he would be a great call as well. But I was like, you know what, I haven't I haven't seen Jason Scott Lee in a long time and so I want to see him. But knowing that and then I saw that he had the credit of the bad guy in Mulan,
2: I was like, Well, that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh Jody.
2: Yeah, um, I definitely wanted to fix this as well. <laughs> that killed me. That... Would, you,
1: would you keep that same hair, though? Oh, no. Right? That no. White okay.
2: <laughs> That's got to go as well. But um, I did want a big name. Okay. And this, to, this was the first person I thought of. Mm. And I really didn't think of anybody else. Maybe a little bit older, but I wanted someone who was older. Right. I wanted someone who was clearly established as a bad guy. Yeah. And he's been around for a while. And, he, and he's a businessman as well. So, <laughs> exactly. you know, you, you got to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went with Jet Lee.
1: Okay. Um, I like Jet Li has got good... that's great, great great call. I think so. <laughs> my only my only sort of thing Jet Li's not the best actor. Sure. He's he's definitely a really good martial artist and sure. he's got a good presence um, with that, but when it comes to like, you know, him, well granted, you know. I, I he I'm sure he could figure it out. And I'm only thinking about because I've seen him in like the Expendables series sure. and he's not that great of an actor in that, but when sure. I really think about that it's the fucking expendable series. No one was bringing their <laughs> right. A game to that, so I'm yeah. sure I'm sure he would be good. Actually, I think he's also going to be in um, uh, the Mulan movie okay. as well. I think he's going to play like the. Uh the Emperor or something like that, okay. maybe.
2: So, yeah. Well, for okay. me, too, like, Shuko does not need to be talking a whole lot anyway. It probably uh, There shouldn't be did. a whole lot <laughs> of dialogue to me coming yeah. from uh, this guy. You know what? We around them with supporting cast, and he's the badass, intimidating figure.
1: All he does need to say is, like, just, like, a couple words. Like, Finish one you. word. Like <laughs> like <that too>. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, carry Takao, let's just do a <laughs> right. uh, fucking Shang Tsung. No, but he does. He just, he needs to, if he was, like, calm and collected yes. and just said a couple words and, and then the henchman did the yes. shit, that would be really cool. I was gonna to say
0: yeah. uh, if we did if we made it opposite of the actual movie where Linda Lash didn't really talk yeah. so much right. but Shuko did if you reverse that and have you know Linda Lash be the voice <laughs> mm-hmm. yes
1: absolutely yeah. of, yeah. of Shuko <laughs> makes sense
0: there you go uh, gentlemen to me there was only one clear choice Alyssa there Milano was, there was bring, bring her back
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, there was only one clear choice um, I love this man. Uh, as an actor, it's 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 been well established, um, and it pained me to see him in the original. And I needed him to have redeemed himself. I went with
1: Mark DeCascos. Oh, that's a cool. <laughs> I, I like that. that uh, that's actually a good idea. He, pl- he played a bad guy yes. in John Wick Three, so yeah, he was amazing, he, and he's got the good martial arts stuff. I really like that call, John.
2: That's a great. That's a great one. Man. Thank you. I love I, that, John.
1: I
0: to me, I was like, you know what, M- Mark, you you deserve better you're the he was the, clearly other than other than you know yeah uh Ken uh Al Young, Ken long uh
1: Al yeah Al, Al Al Young. Al Young.
0: other than him was the only other decent martial artist mm-hmm. in the original movie and I, I felt like he needed some redemption
1: no uh, yeah that I, I it, for some reason that didn't even come into my head same here. but I like it a lot
2: yeah I think you won that one John mm-hmm. plus that's he's be he's it. about the
0: right age now
2: so he is. He is. He is. yeah yeah exactly
1: that's per that's that perfect <laughs> call
0: all right. Now we're to the Lee brothers, Jimmy and Billy.
1: I kind of want to um, do them together, because they're, I don't know. That's what they either, need to be. We're not you know going to do them gonna? together. Because okay, I, okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't, well, I, they did have different personalities. Sure. But, yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, I'll go ahead and start, uh, because
0: I did decide on one actor, and that actor was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: It was not Keanu Reeves. I, don't know, I, I was, like, in shock right there, just like, what? Sorry, <laughs> laughing. I'm Are like, you oh, shitting me? Whoa. So you're going to have him, like... Play just both? Like, no, no, no. Yeah, do
0: totally, both roles be, okay, not thank at you. all. Thank not you. at all. I just wanted to. I just wanted to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah, I that. was.
1: I was uh, shook uh, for a second there. I got stunned. No, uh, I
0: will. Um, I, I will start though. Uh, so uh, for me, I didn't really care who was playing Jimmy. Who was playing Billy? I, <laughs> yeah, be, <laughs> me, me too. So I picked two actors and then just arbitrarily picked which one they were going to be. <laughs>
1: I feel like Jody's laughing, but I think it's because we all probably did the exact
2: same thing. I probably put way too much thought oh, into no, okay, it. Oh Okay,
1: there you go. So
0: uh, I went with uh, an actor who is—he's um, uh, Asian American. Actually, he might be—is he Asian American or Asian Canadian? No, he's American. He's actually born in Alaska. Um, uh, I forget what his heritage is, but I know he Seward's is. Seward's folly, uh, baby. He has Asian heritage, um, and he's—he's a, he's a young, good-looking guy. You know, he's, he's in, uh, I think he started on Glee, but mm-hmm. uh, not as a big, big actor, just kind of as a background guy. But, do, you want, do you want to turn oh, this yeah, into yeah. a musical? Is it <laughs> be no. singing and dancing? I know
2: where you're going, John.
0: Oh, I'm not sure you do. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. <Ouch. laughs> but uh, he ha- has recently been on uh, the TV show Riverdale. Uh, playing the character of Reggie Mantle and there's a guy named uh, Charlie, or sorry, Charles Men- Melton.
2: Okay. He was on Glee? Apparently. I thought you were on talking one about episode Mike. of Glee. Oh, okay. That's I thought g- you were talking about the guy that played Mike.
1: Okay. Good looking kid. Um, He's got a good look, though. Yeah. He's very chiseled. He's got a very model-esque look to him. If he's on Riverdale, they're all like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if he's on Riverdale.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's a fun. good pick. American, yeah. I'm cool with this. I, I don't Know his uh his work all that well, but he yeah. definitely he definitely has a good look to him. Yeah, cool. Oh, he played a model. on Glee, so <laughs> stand stand there and be a model. <laughs> yeah, he's got a model look. So. Yep.
0: Uh, he was also in uh, Bad Boys for Life.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. As Rafe. All
2: right.
0: Uh, Jody, we'll go to you.
2: Yeah, uh, I know you laughed about the Keanu Reeves <laughs> playing both parts, but. Uh, and don't like tell, I said from the beginning, tell man, me you, did that. you have to have <laughs> twins. Tell, oh, God. Oh, there must be twins for Billy and <laughs> Jimmy Lee. But one has blonde hair and the other has Somebody's going to dye their hair, man. Okay. That's just what's going to happen. Did you we, pick twins? We're making a video game. Well, you'll see. <laughs> for my Billy Lee, I picked John Fu, and I want John Fu to potentially be Jimmy Lee as well if he needs to but uh, John Fu was in uh, House of Fury it was a Jackie Chan production uh, he was in Tekken the movie we had actually talked okay. about earlier uh, and he played Ryu in the uh, Street Fighter Legacy short film which if you had not seen that check it out it's incredible Okay. Um, but John Fu would be my Billy so, and potentially Jimmy Lee as he well knows, he
1: knows his martial arts yes at
2: least. Uh, he's legit yeah. you
1: know what
0: I actually looked at him Huh? I did look at him I passed over him pretty quickly but I did look at him
1: <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I've seen this guy before. Okay. Yeah, it's right. He was in. He's
2: in that Rush Hour show. Oh yeah. Don't uh, don't base, don't judge him based on that. Check out that guy. Well, I remember well, one we uh,
1: was, we did you know doing some research on that on when we John and I talked Rush Hour. Right. Uh, I remember kind of running across this. Okay. I I will give it to you. I didn't realize how much how much martial arts stuff he's done. So that's that's really cool.
2: Yeah, and and uh, like I said, based on Tekken and Ryu, that's where Mm -hmm. I was going for. Look at his look there. Yeah, Uh, definitely not the rush hour TV show. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Okay,
1: all right. 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 Who you have? Um, I I I went back to, kind of like you know, uh, there an actor who I've I've used before. I think maybe John has used before. Um, he is a good martial artist. He's going to be the upcoming Liu Kang. As this is where I've gone, where I've used people before. Yeah. I said I don't care because I want, I want good martial artists. I want you know good... look. He's, he's in the, the Power Rangers recent movie. and That's why I thought he might be a good fit for Billy, who's a little bit more brash, because I think he kind of is more of that style uh, in the Power Rangers movie, I think. Um, anyway, i went with Ludi Lin as my Billy Lee. Solid pick. Can't argue with it.
0: And it's good yeah. enough for marvel it's good enough for me yeah, yep, yep yeah
2: i like it a lot so i really like him as the the black ranger too in the in the movie i yeah. think did a good
0: job yep so uh, all right uh so jimmy well i guess we know where uh jody's stand or do
2: we oh, oh. or Hold do on. we all
0: does
1: right Jonathan, does we'll, we'll does save john, john Foo Foo for have the a end. twin brother <laughs> i got to find out right now uh adam who did you okay. pick for jimmy uh as uh, not a surprise, john when i'm when i'm looking for like uh, martial artists in in current today. This is this guy was actually my pick when we recast Mortal Kombat. This was my pick for Liu Kang. Uh, he's a, he is going to be in the Mortal Kombat movie. I noticed it's on oh. his credit, but he doesn't have a, a named role to it. He was also in Deadpool too. Um, he was in also in uh, one episode of the Iron Fist show, and I thought he stole stole that episode because he was like the the drunken the he did like the. Drunken style kung fu in okay. the Iron Fish show that episode, that uh, that character. Anyway, I've used him also again before, and I like him a lot. Louis Tan is who I went with, oh, someone yeah. who can who can he knows martial arts, um, yep. and I think him and Ludilin uh, they're close enough in age, and I think you know you could we could make it work, it and think- maybe one of them dye one of their hair blonde. Fuck if I care. So he's my Thank you, he's Alex. my Jimmy.
0: <laughs> that that's fair. Dude, we went with uh, solid uh, yeah. martial arts guys. Yep. Um, So, I did not follow the twin thing, Mm -hmm. um, but I I guess I wanted them to, you know, they still have to be brothers. Yeah. So, um, on the show Riverdale, uh, I mentioned that Charles Melton played uh, a character named Reggie Mantle. There was another actor who played Reggie Mantle before him, and he's going to be my Jimmy. I've used (laughs) him before because uh, he's, he's starting to get a little bit bigger name, and his name is Ross Butler.
1: Oh yeah, he was in um, he was, he was in the, the Shazam uh, Shazam movie. Yeah, I, I think I've used him as well. No, he's getting he's getting bigger and bigger with some of his stuff. Yeah, uh, so I think it's a good call. Yeah, yeah I like it. Was I, only- only per- was I the only was I say was I the only person who didn't like the Shazam movie? I just didn't think it was that good. I like I, it. I thought it was okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, it could have been better, but I think for a DC film, and I, yeah. I'm a DC person. I know you guys are Marvel, but it was a good building block. And uh, I'm sure you guys, well, maybe you didn't. The Rock just announced that uh, they released an image of him oh, as uh, Black Adam. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm fired up about that okay. one. It's going to be good.
1: Yeah. Oh, he, he's. Uh, this guy, uh, Russ Butler, was also in Teen Wolf. So it's looking like yeah. he's got some couple different, like, you know, action y uh, teen heartthrob shows. So
2: I like yeah. that a lot. That's a good combo, it is, John. It is a good combo. Yeah.
0: I mean, I figured they played the same character. They probably were yeah. <laughs>
2: brothers. <laughs> They're basically brothers. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. There it works. you go. Yeah. All I right. guess, uh, is yeah, that you? Yep. yeah, Billy Jimmy. Um, you know, looking at this, I, I probably would still go with the the John Foo being Billy Jimmy, but if you're going to have a Billy and Jimmy, they must be twins. And this <laughs> is a little bit of whitewashing, but uh, <laughs> uh, but if you look at the game, Double Dragon, it mm-hmm. is two white dudes, it is fighting for Marion but d- in America. Does
1: it, does it need to be?
2: It does not need to be, but that's what the video <laughs> game was. <laughs> so if we're doing twins, the only set of twins I could even think of or find are Charlie and Max Carver. Uh, they played twin uh, werewolves on Teen Wolf MTV <laughs> show. <laughs> So, so so
1: that is that's who you want. So the, it's not who I
2: want. Uh-huh. I think John Fu being double is, oh, okay. is my it's, it's overall who you pick. Yeah, yeah, but but
1: if you couldn't, then you would have Charlie, Charlie and Max Carver. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. Um, they're chiseled models too. Yeah. Um, well, they you said what? Well, yeah,
1: Teen Wolf. That yeah, Teen Wolf. Would, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, they're twins. They have. They honestly have the haircuts already from the video game. Yeah, box. they kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put them in a red and blue shirt, and you're you're ready to go. <laughs> It might need to bulk up a bit.
1: Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they—they they have a exactly. I agree. They're—they're. They're, they can just get a little. If they get a little bit more swole, Yeah. Like I could see them having the little. Sure.
2: But yeah, I, I think I would. I would lean towards John yeah. Fu and doubling them up.
1: I agree. I agree on the John Foo, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't trust them to lead my. Yeah, reason.
2: yeah. Um. Oh, God, they're apparently, apparently going to be any in the Batman, list. or oh, one really? of them
1: is going to be in the Batman upcoming. Oh, interesting. That is okay. cool. All
0: right, uh, Adam, uh, how do you want to
1: end this one? I want to end this one with my good friend, Jody Sellers of The Sellers Law Firm, telling us one more time all about his law firm. Law
2: firm? Awesome.
1: <laughs> and, his, and his podcast and whatever, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. he wants to tell us about. That's right.
2: Yeah. Hey, The Sellers Law Firm. It's the thesellerslawfirm.com. Check us out on Facebook, social media. So we got Twitter and Instagram, YouTube. For everything. all your dominatrix needs. That's right. <laughs> 770-415-9848. But yeah, check out our podcast, mm-hmm. Tall Tales Pod. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever they're streaming. We got it there. Leave a five-star review. Check it out. It's comedy. It's wrestling. It's a bunch of bullshit. So it's fun, though. (laughs) Check it out.
0: All right. That was our recasting of Double Dragon.
1: Please join us next time for another Top 10 episode. John and I talk about one of the most difficult decisions we've ever had to pick which is our top 10 70s classic rock songs
0: if you have any questions or comments you can reach us at blast at gmail.com and if you want to suggest a movie or tv show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast go over to patreon.com backslash blast past and pick a tier that works for you to find us on social media search for at blast so until next time i'm john and i'm adam and thanks for joining us see you next time
2: Well, then, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.